This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since Alan was creeping on Kirlium. And I'm Kyle and I look fly. I got a sex corner. I have natural condoms. I have natural lube. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Hey, Kyle, I have to introduce you to our other co-host today. His name's Omar. Hey. Omar. Hey. So uh, who are you? This is Omar. Okay. That's cool. It's Omar. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kyle, if you can't put it in your mouth, then you shouldn't put it in your vagina. hey Oh! Also, I'm scared of bees. I'm a fucking pansy. Um, We're going to have to have a beekeeper's we, corner segment on we, this season, aren't we? We are. We are. And I don't want to make enemies with Tanya just yet, but that sex corner was a weak, weak sex corner. What What did it need to have that it was missing? Uh, sex toys? It was like a lonely condom, some natural lube, and like a little mini vibrator. Let him take his cock out for a ride before you throw in the 13 sex toys rip for her pleasure. The guy hasn't put it in for three months or something. I mean, can we get some handcuffs, some butt plugs or something? Whatever the hell they bleeped out. That just seems like an unnecessary escalation at this point, I Kim. agree, but if you're going to make a sex corner, at least yeah. like make it legit. The, the sex corner was just what you bring on a trip with your boyfriend. Oh, yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um. So for those of you who are new listeners to the podcast. Well, welcome. <laughs> we talk about lube a lot. <laughs> Not really, but we are Kim and Kyle. We recap the episode every week. 90 Day Fiance season seven. Pretty, pretty pumped for it. Yeah, we've been doing this for a little bit over a year now, and we only have one rule, really. We don't talk to the cast while they're on the season. And even if you're not on the season, we're probably not going to talk to you. So this message is directed at all of our new friends that are on this show. You will hate us soon. Don't you worry. You th- you might think that you'll like us this episode. Just wait. And if you reach out to us on Instagram, you know, we're kind of, I guess we, we can be rude, but we're not rude because we're not responding. It's a podcast policy. We will not break it. Don't fucking talk to us. We don't want to pretend to be friends with you and then talk shit about you yeah. on this podcast. Just now, if you have weird. if you have an awesome friend like Ludwing, we'll talk to him. Love Ludwing. Yeah. Ludwing for life. I mean, we'll the best part of the other way, essentially. But Basically. Yeah. So we will talk to your super cool friends or if they're super hot, like, <laughs> like, like Jeremy or something. But Jeremy. other than that, don't take offense. To us not talking to you, you can take offense all day with the horrible shit we're going to say, but yeah. yeah. And sometimes we do some weird stuff. And speaking of, in honor of our dear, dear friend, John Walters. The from legend. Before, the legend before the 90 days, season two of The Mound. The Mound. The legend. Making TV, screaming, cunts, and farting around the world. We already have some fighting on this episode among the cast on the social medias. God. Kyle, who would you like to talk about first? Uh, I think we should talk about most concerning cast member on social media thus far. Oh, I have mine. Who is it? Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Tanya's going to, she's MVP like gonna have a fucking meltdown and lose her shit on Instagram, right? Um, yeah, real close to it already. So let's let's take a trip down memory lane to three short months ago. Four? Four short months ago, when Laura of Laura and Aladdin of The Other Way season one um was being very friendly with us on Instagram in the comments, chatting with uh fans like it was no big deal. And then we find out later she's fucking crazy. tanya is reminiscent of this in the way that she is all over my instagram comments chatting i I didn't catch it in time to delete all of them and then it was like 25 comments deep so it's tanya's being a little too friendly and then she posted an instagram story last night that said 
Um, Tonight was a lot. I have to have positive vibes or something like that. Yes. Like it's already getting to her and nothing bad has even really been said to her yet. Oh, yeah. No, the more people that watch. Listen, uh, we're going to get into Tanya deep, but I just feel like she's a little bit too sensitive and anxious. And I think being on this show was a really bad decision. Agree. <laughs> Agree. She has serious issues with anxiety. You can already tell from just the previews and from what her sister says. And I think that she is going to be, if you could ever see someone that would is going to be easily triggered by trolls coming after her, especially just, just given her background in political activism, yeah. it doesn't take a genius to figure out what's going to piss her off. No. 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 Okay. Who's next? Hmm. I want to go with Blake. Talk about Blake. Yeah. So Blake uh, had an interesting (laughs) like four Instagram story rant today. Pissed off at production. You can't shit talk production yet. You he hasn't hasn't even been on the show. show. But that what's funny is what he was pissed off because he wasn't on the show. (laughs) So here's what the gist of it was. This guy organized all of his friends to come over and have a big party to watch the premiere, assuming that he was going to be on. He wasn't on. And so he's (laughs) sitting there with all his bros stewing, watching the premiere, getting pissed off. And so he goes to Instagram to rant about TLC. He claims that he called the producers and forced them to tell him when he was going to be on. They said episode four and he lost his shit. (laughs) He lost his shit. So this guy has a huge ego because then he posted, oh, the most hyped cast members of the season aren't even on until season four. Fuck this show. I would say the beekeepers are the most hyped. Which is a very bizarre. I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered <laughs> in all of human history, Kim. I'm just saying. Anyway, he really beekeepers. thinks that he's hot shit. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I do think his girlfriend's hot shit. And I'm going to finish people. So uh, I am excited to see her. Him, not so much. Is he, is he a, an actual big deal as a rapper? No, he's a rapper? I think he's a rapper. Really? No. Yeah, because he said he's like in the recording studio and I like I'm missing recording sessions. Like is he recording with Ricky? I mean, because that's yeah, that's I'm wondering on the scale of Tariq to Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) The Ricky to Tariq rapper scale. I have one. Tariq's a big deal. So that's, you hey, know, that's a, I am not, I will never live this down no. and I'm ashamed to admit to the no public. No shit talking Tariq here. I love Tariq and I like his, I like his music. Make fun of me. Send me a DM well, and make fun of me. It's fine. N- now you've gone too far. I do. I li- I listened to it one day at work. It's the Applebee's of rap. <laughs> I have one more. Foyton. Uh, Max of CC and Max. By the way, we should just state that in general, the multitude of fucking children on this show, first of all, it's depressing. Second, yes. they are off limits to us. A hundred percent off limits. Off limits. Which is which supports the story I'm about to tell. Okay. Max somehow found my post about his father on Instagram and he was fi- he was defending his dad. That's sweet. For, well, first off, we didn't know it was Max. First off, he was just like defending his dad and people were fighting with him. And then he's like, <laughs> I'm just defending my dad. And I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, why? no. You're and, in sixth grade. <laughs> and people continued to fight with him. And so for his own good. This is the dystopian future that really our is. children <laughs> will inherit, Kim. It's so bad. He's like 11. I blocked him he's for his own good. 11 years old. I deleted everything and I blocked him. Because it just felt cruel. Max, I, if you're listening, don't. No offense. First of all, don't. Just don't. Just turn off just, the podcast this is a, now. An adult podcast. My, my son. <laughs> <laughs> you were you are in danger of becoming a Sith Lord if you continue to listen to this. I'm just telling you right now. Sweet, sweet summer child, please. Please just cut it off now. Just go back to playing Minecraft, please. Please. <laughs> 
Any more fighting? God, there's going to be so much. There's going to be a lot. Yep. Okay, Kyle. I'm ready to get into it. I have so many opinions about these. <laughs> it's, it's the time of year when a new season starts and we're, we're all innocent and we're excited. We don't hate anybody yet. Well, not that much. And, you know, none of the really big cast fights have broken out yet. I have hatred. We <laughs> so soon. And, you know, we just we can be a little optimistic and think some of these people right. may actually find love. And one thing that you'll realize about our show if you're a new listener is that we tend to see the bright side in people, at least at first. Until, we thought Colty was a great person. Until they become caricatures of themselves on like episode seven and they we just develop massive psychotic hatreds of them. So we'll see. On our Patreon edition, we have a segment called Pod of Shame, where we talk about how wrong we were. How incredibly <laughs> wrong we were on this episode, episode one. <laughs> episode one of the season. Oh, it's my favorite. A retrospective of stupidity <laughs> and misjudgments, bad character judgments. <laughs> to be fair, Colt was a bad one, but we're generally kind of on track. Pretty much. I'd like to... Th- <coughs> I'd like to think that I'm going to be more on track this season. We've had more practice. You know where we're like 100% is love after lockup. I know. Well, they're all terrible. That's pretty easy. (laughs) All right. Let's start with the beekeepers. Anna, 38, Nebraska, and Mersel. Also, 38, Turkey. Love the age appropriateness. Bees like live together. (laughs) Did you know that? Apparently. It's so cute that they live together. <laughs> it's cute. I have, to, I have to refrain from using Lacey from Love After Lockup voice. <laughs> oh God. I think this is the couple that they want us to root for, right? Man, I, th- I This is think supposed so. to be like the quote unquote real couple that's like normal, down to earth. Like Anna is very likable. Is there anybody that hates Anna? Like what reason could you have to hate Anna? There's no reason to hate her, but I find her pretty bland. Yeah, and she's boring. naive for and sure. Dumb. They're clearly setting up her storyline to be one of these tragic external factors destroyed our love, aka my children. Yeah. It's a little odd to announce your favorite child and also <laughs> call also call your oldest a pain in the ass on national TV. Oh, it's it's a little strange. Clearly he is. I'm confused about the dad situation. I think he went to jail. That's my guess. How long ago though? Well, she said a couple years ago. So I think two years ago, I think something something bad happened, Kyle, something bad happened because you notice the 15 year old said, what if he's not nice to us? That was his one comment about Mersel and it made me cry. I could totally see there being an abusive situation. She implied it was really hard for her to leave and it took a lot of time and, 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 you know, that would be terrible. But she also said that her boys have never had a father figure. And I'm not sure. What, what do you think she meant by that? Like he was around, but he was just maybe a piece of shit or he was an alcoholic and he wasn't really there because it seems like the 15-year-old had a dad until two years ago, 13 years, but maybe he was just such a piece of garbage that it just was worthless. Don't even count it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she meant by that. There's a few different options, right? Like either he just straight out committed a crime out of nowhere and went to jail. I think most likely he was a piece of shit and there was some sort of abusive situation going on. Maybe he was an addict. I think he was just a drunk. He could have been an addict or a drunk. Yeah. Oh, I guess a drunk is a type of addict, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, who knows? But I identify with her oldest son. Her oldest son? Just like you, playing gonna, video what games are, all day. What's your plans today? You're just going to play video games all day? Yes. That, I mean, <laughs> he's basically my spirit animal when yeah. I was a teenager. No, he's great. I, they are cute. They're they're sweet boys. They seem very nice. Um, they're smart. I mean, they, they, they spot something bizarre. I mean, listen, I think most of us. Uh, this is a this is a hot take. I feel like most people are gonna like Marcel. Now yes! maybe that's gonna come and bite me in the ass later, but I'll put it out there. I'll, I'm willing to take the punishment on the pot of shame episode. <laughs> but I think that they are in the right for being skeptical, especially if they had a shit dad. Oh uh, yeah, they don't know this guy. They don't know anything about him. They can't talk to him. You think the language barrier is gonna be a problem between Anna? 
and Marcel, imagine the language barrier between Marcel and the kids. Because they have less motivation to try. Yeah. It's going to be on Marcel to fucking figure it out quick. And they don't have like a romantic, like they, Anna and Marcel have a romantic connection. And, you know, they don't care if they're not talking that much, they're buying in. So Anna is a little bit annoying for a couple of reasons, I think. I, I don't I don't hate her. She's not um at the level of this other moron, what's her name? Uh I don't know which one Emily. are you referencing. Yeah. Em, she's not Emily dumb. <laughs> um but you know, she checks that 90 day fiance box. They have to do it every first episode. Every first episode of the season, of every season that's ever happened. American guys just talk about sex and send me dick pics every time. Check it off your 90-day bingo card. How many times have you sent a dick pic, Kyle? You're an American guy. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Never I've got received from my husband. I've received dick pics since starting this podcast, Kim. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have both. I've received have. easily a half dozen cocks in my Instagram <laughs> DM inbox, as a matter of fact. Almost all of them from the cast. <laughs> send them to Kyle. Don't send them to me. Keep sending them to Kyle. <clears throat> um, so problems that they'll have. He speaks no English. We need to get an HR department. <laughs> file a grievance. The boys don't trust him yeah. and are scared he won't be nice. And then we find out later that Marcel can't tell his parents that Anna has kids. So because she has to hide Why? Him. Why? Hide them. Do we know why yet? Well, I'm assuming because she does mention that he, she says he's a strict-ish Muslim because she talks about how he doesn't smoke and doesn't drink. Is that forbidden? Yes. To have, to marry someone that has other guys' kids? Well, I mean, she's divorced. So? So that's like not okay. There have been a lot of fucking divorced people on 90 Day Fiance that have married everybody over 20, right? Yeah, I know, but it's never okay. Remember Zied and Rebecca? Yeah, they do it anyway, though. Yeah, I know. and But sex doesn't seem to be a problem because it looks like they're definitely banging in that hotel room. I think right? they're banging it out. Are yeah. you kidding me? So no no smoking, no drinking. Sex, okay. They're putting, no divorce. They're and- putting posters of bees on the walls. <laughs> they have a sex corner. I think they're doing fine. <laughs> me too. My favorite part, though, of this Anna and Mersel segment I think was, the whole episode for Of me. the whole episode was Omar at the airport. So Anna's really excited to show Marcel her bees and she's talking about it on the way to the airport. And then we meet Marcel and he is really cute, super clueless, doesn't understand a freaking word of English. He's here to make a crazy marriage. He's here to make a crazy (laughs) marriage. He forgets his luggage on the other side of the room, like right away in O'Hare. That is a, a very poor choice. I mean, can you imagine like be arrested a for plane that just landed from Turkey and there's a <laughs> random suitcase in the God. middle of the airport? Not at any airport, at Chicago O'Hare. Like that is yeah. a massive airport. It's not great. So yeah, they, I, I'm hoping that like production was with the bag and he's like, oh yes, oh, oh gotta go get it. And like runs back over to get it. And then what he doesn't just bring back his luggage. He brings back Omar. Omar. They just met on the plane. Hey, this is Omar, but we don't know that. So, Hi, Omar. Uh, Hi. Who is that? Omar. It's, it's Omar, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I just told you who it I was. I just fucking told you. Do you have a hearing problem? <laughs> Did I fucking stutter? It's Omar. <laughs> and then poor Omar himself has to explain, we just met I'm here Omar. in the airport. I'm Omar, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the best part of the whole episode omar do you have pajamas (laughs) (laughs) can we talk about this hotel for a hot second we have to move on yeah a hot second okay hotel banging so apparently that's not forbidden i don't know how but they can go bang in this hotel where is this hotel is this hotel near o'hare or is this hotel like Halfway between Chicago and Omaha, which it is about three like, hours. It looked like an Airbnb in the middle of Nowhere. Illinois or Nebraska. Yeah. Right. It's like not in Chicago. North Dakota. Yeah. I don't think you drive through North Dakota to get If you're to real Omaha. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to point it out. It seemed totally fine, but it also like seemed like some Airbnb or like yeah. some moderately nice motel. Totally. Okay. 
If you listen to this podcast regularly, by now you understand that we are huge fans of BetterHelp. We don't shy away from talking about the importance of mental health and access to counseling, which everybody can benefit from. But how do you go about finding a counselor and actually going to counseling? Do you just Google therapist? How do you find time to go to appointments? The whole process is really overwhelming. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. That's right. No need to drive anywhere. You can access affordable counseling from your computer, your tablet, or your phone. Talk with licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts. We see a lot of those and much more. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. We understand the promo code is ironic and a little hilarious. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. That's C-R-A-Y-C-R-A-Y to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash cray cray. I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. Shall we move on? All right. we got, You ready to talk about Michael? Michael, 41, Greenwich, 40. and Juliana, 23, Brazil. I have 23. Is that right? God, no. She looks typo? 20. I think she, she's 20. She's 22 now. No, she was 20 when they met, and now she's 22. Are we going to get into fucky math oh, here? <laughs> Are we? Is this another Fernanda situation yeah. where I'm going to get DMs wee, wee, until wee, the wee. end of time? She's 16. No, she's 17. She was 15 when they met in the Mexican club. I have to say, she looks unbelievably young in the preview for the next episode when she, she doesn't have makeup on. And when you hear her talking. When she doesn't have makeup on, she looks like she's 16. Okay, I will admit that before I even watched a minute of Michael on screen... Kyle's breaking up a Hershey's bar and eating it and wrapping it Eating succession. a Halloween candy. Hashtag <laughs> keto. Before I watch him at all on TV, I totally formed an opinion about Michael preemptively. I totally admit it. I thought, what? I mean, first of all, my first thought was like, oh, he has two kids. And he said that he recently got divorced, which means probably three years ago, probably a year before he met Juliana or maybe even just like six or seven months after he got divorced, he met Juliana. Who knows? But my first thought was like, oh, this is my worst nightmare. Like I get divorced when I'm in my 40s because my husband's sick of me and like goes and finds some freaking 20-year-old Brazilian hot chick on a yacht in Croatia where it's like orgy week at Yacht Week and like brings her home to hang out with my kids. And Max, gold star for doing the best math. Max is good at math because he knows that Juliana is closer to his age than his dad's age. That's sixth grade arithmetic right there. Yeah, it is. He's learning algebra one. So I want to hate Michael, right? Just because like, it's just a douchey thing to do. But when I watch him, I don't hate him. What's wrong with me? Well, for one thing, I feel like we've known a lot of people like this um, throughout our careers. (laughs) Also, I don't know. I think like growing up in Los Angeles, I feel kind of inoculated to Michael. You think that he's just so common? He's such a common... It's every other person with money, at minimum, <sighs> if not the the norm, right? I've worked in the Bay Area. I know lots of Napa bros. Mm-hmm. I know I know wine entrepreneurs. I even connected through the work that my wife does. You meet a lot of, I don't know, entrepreneurs and CEOs, and it's just this is just what they're like. And honestly, I kind of am with you. I've seen so many people like this that I hated that I'm almost numb to it. I guess if you look at, here's maybe my synopsis of my feelings. If you look at what Michael is doing on paper, it's pretty concerning, right? And so I think I understand your initial judgment of him. But if you're going to bang a 20-year-old that looks like she's 16 that you met on an orgy boat, (laughs) the way that he... I guess, comports himself given how successful he is. And we will talk about how successful he probably really is. He seems like a decent enough dad, I guess. He seems like a good dad. I'll give him that. Yeah. He has a good relationship with his ex-wife. I don't know how. He cares. He cares a lot about them. 
it's always a tricky thing to think about the decisions that these fucking people make. And then you can turn around and say they care about their kids. Well, if he cared about his kids, maybe he wouldn't be banging a 20 year old. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say how it affects the kids. It definitely affects Cece negatively. I mean, is she sees her mom as like a depreciating asset that he discarded when right. she turned 40 and now he's like going for the younger model. Like, is that what Cece should be treated like when she's 40? Sure. I, it sucks. I guess maybe the reason why I'm not super offended by this guy is, first of all, we've seen a lot of these storylines. That's true. And, so and this maybe, is like the least offensive. Yeah. If you uh, look at Sean and Abby, seriously, where it's like 30-something year age Or difference. like every other storyline on Marrying Millions, right? That's true. And I guess maybe I don't hate him that much because it seems like he might be a little bit self-aware that on paper, this looks really bad. It was hilarious with his intro where he's like, I have twice as many sports cars as Tim. I'm a wine entrepreneur. <laughs> I actually have money. I have money. He's like, I don't know what to say. Wow, this is harder than I thought. I don't know what to say. That doesn't make me sound like a douche. Like he knows what he sounds like, which kind of endears you to him because of that self-awareness. I don't know. I have never met a wine entrepreneur and I've met a couple, believe it or not. That wasn't a total douchebag. Yeah. Let's talk about Juliana's visitor's visa. So she applied for a U.S. visa, just a tourist visa, visitor's visa, and she got denied. Which is interesting. This is very strange. Very strange. Like, even, like, Larissa got a visa, no problem. I mean, and lots of other people on the show. And Fisa's visa was approved. Like, lots of people. But this was a visitor visa. Well, yeah, but like Anfisa visited George before she got the K-1, right? I don't think so to America. I think they traveled a lot. I mean, Evelyn got a visitor's visa, like no no problem. And I think it was the same with Larissa. I don't think she came to the U.S. until it was with the K-1. They had met in Mexico before and all that shit. But with enough money, it's not a huge obstacle to get a visitor's visa unless you have a criminal history like John Walters, right? Like he was denied for a visitor's visa. That's not surprising. But we also know there's some weird shit going on once in a while with Brazil. And remember when Paul... There was an embargo on oh. bringing shit. I don't know. There just could be some weird back and forth going on at different times. This Maybe. could have been years ago. This was this was probably years ago too. This is what they no. I don't think it was. Oh, like it could have been. Year, it could have been two, two years. years ago. Yeah. But he said even up to now, he's from when this is being filmed. He said she still hasn't. Like they've been waiting forever for her to get approved. Now, why would it be taking so long for her to get approved? Because and then in the preview we see a lot of talk about the famous line now she's not a prostitute and how Juliana says that she was asked if she had been a prostitute for the last 10 years I had a ton of dms from people saying that this is just a standard question in the visa application but prostitute for the last 10 years since she was 12 well yeah it's just a standard it's like one of the questions that you like answer in the visa application like do you have tuberculosis no like have you been a prostitute for the last 10 years no is it for or in the last 10 years like in within the last 10 years have you been a so prostitute there's a 10 year statute of limitations on being a prostitute <laughs> I is what so. you're saying I guess it's before that okay it doesn't interesting matter. i don't know um yeah when i when when my wife and i got married we we just did it at the courthouse and they're like so are you guys two related you know it's <laughs> yeah. just like on the checklist of things to make sure of i am um excited though to just see if we can dig a little bit more into that. And on the Patreon, I'm going to do a deep dive on yacht girls because I have a lot of suspicions about Juliana and I am not digging her. If, if she was a model, I'm, I'm using my quotation, my air quotes here model, which many times can be synonymous with sex worker in many circles. Um, you know, no shame. She hit the jackpot though. Yeah, she did hit the jackpot. She hit what most models in her, situation are looking for which is a nice husband who's rich and maybe a little bit older she could have done a lot worse than this guy oh a hundred percent who by the way also looks way fucking older than 42 to me i know he does it's crazy he does okay what else should i just want to say a few more things um the first is that 
Max and Cece are just the best. I know we've said it already, but they're just hilarious and I love them so much. When Cece fell asleep in the car and they showed up at the new house and they had to wake her up and she's just like looking around and didn't know what side of the road it was on, I died laughing. I thought that was funny. Also, when Max says she kind of looks like someone who would babysit us or something. Totally. <laughs> oh my God. So accurate. Max is very, has very astute observations. Is Max implying that Michael's been nailing babysitters? Oh, shit. Probably. <laughs> probably. It's probably true. He's totally the type of guy that would do a Ben Affleck. Oh, absolutely. You know, like bang the nanny. Oh, yeah. Um, the wife, the ex hasn't found out about that shit, though. If they're no, still, if they're still probably friends. not. Yeah. Max describes it as an unusual circumstance. They're so <laughs> smart. These kids go to like private it's school. unusual. Um, she's not like a stepmom. She's more like one of us. I'm freaking dead. Oh my God. But your Sarah, math, your math checks out there, Max. Yeah. And just a quick note about Sarah. Well, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of her in the episodes yeah. to come, but it is really difficult to not be team Sarah. She's very down to earth. She seems very reasonable and she's worried about her kids. Absolutely. Yeah. But she, it's, it's a good sign that she trusts him that he's not bringing a total psycho. That is true. And they seem to be on very good terms. That makes me like him more. It does. I the know. The fact that like, like you have two kids, you've been married for a long time, you get divorced and you're still friends. Not just, not just amicable for the kids sake. It seems like they genuinely still care about each other. I know that doesn't happen all the time. No, it does not. All right. Should we move on to Tanya? And, Wait, oh, how God. do you say his name? Oh, uh, Sinjin. Sinjin. Yeah. Tanya's oh 29, oh also boy. from Connecticut. Sinjin, 29, also from South Africa. We're in South Africa. They didn't say, did they? No. Somewhere that Ronald doesn't live, <laughs> clearly. It looked like there weren't people out to murder her at any it moment. It looks like a country you may want to live in. <laughs> That you might want to visit on vacation, perhaps. Yeah, totally. Like Tiffany did. Whip your cock out on a mountain. <laughs> God. That Sinjin was awesome. Looks, he looks like a freaking... What do you think Sinjin sees in Tanya? What do you think he likes about her? I mean, she's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm just curious. Their, their personalities seem so opposite. I don't think so. In short doses. I think that she put it on big time for him. You think that she, like her sister said, was like relaxed and super yes. chill because she was on vacation? Because there's no stakes. Mm. And there's no financial ties together. There's no pressure to have babies, as they clearly are implying in the previews. Essentially, she was in a situation where her anxiety was able to be put on the back burner. Got it. I think she can she be super, him. super fun. She, and, she, you know, I think she... she I think she uh, <laughs> Let's just say Tanya fucks. <laughs> I think she personality catfished him. Yes. Oh, my God. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. I think she did. Um, the opening scene at the sex shop was weird. They were, Are they trying to make her out to be like a Laura type? Like, was the Laura sex shop, sex shop scene just so wildly successful that they wanted to do it again? She tries to portray herself as just sex positive essentially yeah and that's fine but she also tries to portray herself as a wild woman and i'm like yeah. you're not a wild woman i'm a you wild want to woman. control everything you, you protest <laughs> at the at the senate <laughs> i don't know how wild you are yeah I, I, I'd unless like you're to, flashing joe biden i did like her story about how she met sinjin that she like met another dude decided at the last minute to go to south africa with him then found out he was not a good dude, He's left in the dude. middle of the night in a foreign country. And did she go to a hotel? Nope. No, she did not. She went straight to the bar. That's what I would have done. <laughs> I know. It was totally. Smart. And she's like, I'll just, I'll just find bang some this bartender. bartender. Why? Yeah. Why not? I thought that story was great. And, and she it, stayed with him for two months. She was like, fuck it. I'm just staying here. Like, it must what does be, this woman do for a living? It must be great to not have a job. I know, right? She's a social activist. I mean, is that her job? That I, seems like a hobby. seems just like what she does. Now, they don't like, really say... she's not Martin say, Luther King here. It's not a career. Right, totally. Like, is she trying to be pre-Senate Barack Obama, who was... <laughs> 
a so what was what was his like job? A he was a organizer. social worker. He was like an organizer. Organizer. Or something. I think that's what she's trying to be, which is fine. But I want to know where she has money to just go to South Africa for two months. Do you want to know? I think that she was working some just whatever job, and then I think she literally used her entire savings to do this South Africa trip. That's why trip she has to move into a, a shed. Exactly. And then <laughs> yeah. she had to sponsor the K-1. I'm sure she had to get a co-sponsor. There's no way she could have sponsored this K-1 on her own. And then, yeah, now she has to live in this freaking shed because she has no more money left. The she shed. <laughs> They're going to be banging in that she shed. The sex corner. With the lame sex corner. Yeah. Oh, look at my sex corner. It's one sad condom. There's and some, condoms. And it's some natural lube and a... In a vibrator that goes on my finger, not even a real full size vibrator. I love the picture of him naked on the side of a mountain. It was great. I immediately liked this guy. Sinjin's awesome. I mean, this is this is the problem too. Sinjin is like twenty thousand times more likable than Tanya. So far, yeah. And it's sad. Looking at all this delicious food on 90 Day Fiance makes me super hungry. But how can I make a meal that rivals Ziad's sister's couscous without spending hours getting ingredients at the grocery store and cooking? Luckily for me, I have HelloFresh deliver tasty meals to my doorstep. HelloFresh is simple. Even my husband can follow their step-by-step recipes with pre-measured ingredients, so we have everything we need to get a wow-worthy dinner in about 30 minutes. We've saved so much money since we stopped ordering takeout every night, and I save time by not having to go to the grocery store. HelloFresh also got us out of our dinner rut with 20-plus seasonal, delicious, chef-curated recipes every week. HelloFresh is also flexible. I can add extra meals to my order, as well as add-ons like garlic bread, which my husband loves, and cookies dough, which is my one true love. Forget 90 Day Fiance, cookie dough is the love of my life. Mmm, delicious. I have three problems when it comes to dinner. I hate going to the grocery store. I hate having leftover food that goes to waste. And I have a husband that doesn't know how to cook. But with HelloFresh, my husband, my husband, was able to make Korean beef bibimbap, one of my favorite dishes in the world. And he made it in about 30 minutes. For a limited time, get nine free meals with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash CrayCray9 and enter code CrayCray9. That's C-R-A-Y, C-R-A-Y, and the number nine. With the holidays coming, I know you're all busy. This will make your life easier and more delicious. That's nine free meals with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash CrayCray9 and enter code CrayCray9. I'll also have a link in the show notes if you're driving. One thing that's fascinating about this storyline that we don't we don't see that often is her mom actually went out to South Africa to meet him and to hang out. And not just her mom, her sister too went out to South Africa. That was crazy. And what was her conclusion? He's a slacker. slacker. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a slacker and she's worried that she's basically worried that he's like lazy and entitled is what it sounds like. Maybe he is, but Bartender is a hard job, and you can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of money in America. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. Do you tip in South Africa? I don't think... Nobody, nowhere tips like the States. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I'm sure he does fine. He doesn't seem destitute in poverty like Ronald did. Just although please I guess, don't. please don't be Andre 2.0. Just please don't. <laughs> I don't think he seems that way, but who knows? Famous last words. You gotta get a job. Yeah, what we'll job's see. he gonna do? Like... And like what? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, w- I wonder what happened in South Africa that her mom made this conclusion because we didn't hear any details. Listen, I think he could get a bartending job in a second. Oh, he would kill it. He's Once hot. He ha- yeah. He has an accent. The accent alone. Oh, yeah. Like just get a fucking man bun rocking. Oh, yeah. Dude. He's like halfway there already. No fucking problem she lives in connecticut right take the train to manhattan get a fucking job You're oh fine. my god do you know how many hot ladies are gonna be like oh. hitting on him every day oh, he'll be like in sex in the city episodes i would uh, tanya's not gonna deal well with no that her anxiety problem. is gonna take over so let's talk about her sister okay where like the sister my first reaction to the sister was like this girl is mean. Like what a bitch. <laughs> but then later when I saw the preview for the season where Tanya is clearly, and even just the scene where she's like going to get him at the airport and she's like, I like to know exactly how every, and she's so controlling. And we see her anxiety come out like later in the season. I'm like, damn sister's just spot on. She just knows her. She just knows her. She's putting it on front street. 
Yeah. So the sister's worried that like Sinjin doesn't know the real Tanya because she was super chill in South Africa. I mean, and Tanya seems like one of these people that has her entire future until retirement and death already laid out because that's the only way that she can cope with her anxiety. Yeah, totally. My and wife is the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I I have anxiety too. And like, I definitely like to plan. And I will tell you this. I have dated guys like Sinjin, like in my, like before I met my husband, obviously. And now I, your husband's a planner too. Yes, exactly. And so that did not work out well for me with my personality type. So I'm just telling you, right? It, it's not, it's not good. Um, I love when the sister said, are these all your ideas? Have you talked to him about his Any, ideas? About anything. About anything. Yeah. I think they had a two month bang trip. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like, which is was, great. No, I think she went back <laughs> for four months because that's, that's true. I, to be fair to her, they spent a lot of time I together, think they have. but always in South Africa, always on his turf. Yeah. And as the sister says, I feel like you did all the talking. And then yeah. she calls her a professional bitch, which is just funny and mean. Anyway. I'm controlling, but I have a great view of things. She admits she knows she's controlling. Yeah. Sinjin seems like a free spirit. It just seems like... I, dude, okay. I had a... Na- have you met my neighbor that I used to live next to? He looks very much like Sinjin, but longer hair and he's a trust fund kid, and he just grew up in like the art world. Was he at your son's birthday party? I think so. I think I saw him. The dude is great. He's super fun to hang out with, but he just kind of floats around through life to whatever is no going worries, on. No worries, no cares. No, no problems, no drama. He's never been confronted in his entire <laughs> goddamn life about anything. He's never wanted. He's He's not like rich, but... He's never wanted for anything, you know? He's never had to work for anything, probably. He's a super good-looking dude. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to make any effort at all. He just has like three or four girlfriends a year, cycles through them. That's Sinjin. Yeah. I have a feeling that's Sinjin. Totally. What is Sinjin doing then? Does he just really want to come to America? Is he using her for a green card? I think she has a magic vagina. Okay. Okay. I think that I think that that is probably something he's never experienced before. Wow, big statement. Okay. And I do think she's probably super cool in short doses when there's no pending real world shit to deal with. Fair enough. She seems intelligent. Yeah. I think she's capable of having a really good time. Mhm. And if she can let if she can let loose, she needs to do a lot of Molly like Emily. She's just like maybe smoke some weed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be good for her. Okay. We must, we must move on. We have two, two more couples to talk about. Yeah. Robert. Is Rob next? Oh no. I skipped Emily. Emily. Emily from Portland, Oregon, 28 years old and Sasha 31 from Russia. I do not like it when girls describe ex-wives as crazy. She doesn't know anything about them, and she's buying his story hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. It's always a bad sign. Well, just wait, because when the next one comes along, Emily, they're going to be describing you as crazy. Absolutely. Back you in with the rest. And we have documented proof. Yes. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, what are like? What are your thoughts about Emily? Like, don't listen. Like. Everyone is ranting about how she can't order fucking tea in Russian. Oh, my gosh. It's I... just it's awful. It's just stupid. You've been there three, three years. years. How do you not know how to order basic food items That's in Japan? Like, and, and tea is like a big thing in Eastern Europe. It's, it's got to be so easy to order. Just ask Sasha how to say it for Christ's sake. That, that you have someone right there. This is like me not being able to order a beer in Poland. In any country? <laughs> I was in Poland for a month. I can still say it. Prosha... Pivko. Every Polish listener is crying right now. Uh, Juviets. <laughs> Sounds right to me. I wouldn't know. Um, I The first thing that I learned how to do in Japanese, the first thing was to order a pizza on the phone and state what I would like and where to deliver it to. Because, you know, on Sunday morning, I was hungover and I needed a pizza when it's something greasy. We've heard your hangover stories. <laughs> pretty legendary 
So I sat there with my Japanese roommate and I practiced with him like 20 times until I could do it. And then, yeah, it, but like, it's not hard to order stuff like coffee, tea, a sandwich. Listen, I think that there's an easy explanation for this. She dumb. I think her brain is a mush (laughs) from 10 years of rave drugs. Seriously. She literally looked like she was partying hard. Oh my God. Those rave costumes. That's what nine years of MDMA will do to your your ticker. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. She doesn't regret anything though. So good. Great. I mean, it did look like a fun decade of her 20s where she's like hot, traveling around, partying, banging, dressing up in costumes. Also, can I also, she's only 28, so I don't know what she's talking about, like in her 20s, stuff that she used to do. You're still in your 20s, girl. Like you can still be raven. in Russia for three years. So she was 25. 25. So she she basically had like two good years of partying. Totally. Come on. Uh, Why the fuck would you think Stalingrad is a wonderland? Isn't it Volgograd? That's Volgograd got renamed because Stalingrad was so, it's such Offensive? No. The shit, first of all, the shit was entirely destroyed. Stalin is actually from the Republic of Georgia. Fun Stalingrad fact. is on the Volga River, like north of um, the, the Black Sea, but the entire city was leveled in the war. It was the site of the most heinous battle, maybe one of the most heinous battles in human history that lasted like a year. And it was it's such a dark place just in general that they renamed it to Volgograd after the war. But she likes Russian literature. But it's a it's wonderland. very fantasy-ish. It's like Elsa. You know what I think of when I think of Russia? I don't think of a fairyland. I think of like a hard Soviet, like Siberian labor camp. That's what I think of. I think of like, <laughs> it's where people like put like anthrax on a cane and then like stab some politician in the eye with it as they're walking down the street and then he dies and like causes a revolution in Russia car drive you. <laughs> I've never been there. I'm sure it's very, I'm sure it has lovely parts to it, but that's what I think of. I just think of pow. <laughs> She's going to give birth at a palm. Literally a palm. Yeah. She's literally going to give birth in a Palm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I can't go back there. I can't go back to Palm. It was so we're dark when Olga there. was there. We're going to go there. And we're going to so like dark. and we're going to like her a lot less oh, than yeah. we liked sweet sweet, sweet Olga. Sweet Olga, angel, angel child. Ritz Sparrow have baby in Palm. She never really explains why she moved there. No, she really doesn't. I mean, I understand. Like, I, I, she wanted to probably see the world and go somewhere else. And but it teach looked like she. It sounded like she just threw a dart at the map. And no, now she you're liked in, Russian literature. <laughs> but she can't. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. I just don't see her fucking boning up to you know Anna Karenina while she's high as fuck on MDMA. I just don't see it. She was tripping on acid and she was like, Russia. Yes. That's where I shall go. And then she like made plans. And then when she came down from it, she was already in Volgograd. Like what the hell did I do? The Napoleonic Wars. Yes. (laughs) I must go to this place. (laughs) Maybe she was hard up from some cash and like, she couldn't get a visa to China or Korea to teach, so she went to Russia. The communist revolution just sounded delightful. <laughs> so it's, it's a wonderland. I know Chernobyl's technically in the Ukraine, but I, you know, just watched the HBO miniseries. And yeah. All I can think of. So dark and depressing. Dear Lord. Okay. What can we talk about that's fun? Sasha looks like the most Russian person I've ever seen in my life in his ITMs. And she taught him English. Like, it's the most less Russian. Less jackhammer, Sasha. <laughs> it's the most Russian haircut that's ever existed he's in his cute. ITMs. I'm not going to lie. Sasha's cute. I think I'm... he's a really good looking guy in the episode. But in his ITMs, he looks awful to Wait, me. I know. It's so strange. I don't like the bodybuilder look. That is not for me. His muscles are too intense. Yeah, it's a, it's a little much. These definitely, you've got to take steroids to make your veins pop like that, right? I don't know enough about it. Me neither. It Somebody just seems me. like 
the amount of effort precludes any other activity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing else. Although it doesn't seem like they know any other people. She does not know anyone else. Yeah. How do you not have any friends? Like, doesn't she know any other Americans? I I used to meet all the expats wherever I moved. It's a pretty moved. big city. Yeah, but dude, there's like apps and shit now. Like, there wasn't even like meetup apps and stuff when I lived abroad. I thought you, you said you, absinthe. <laughs> Like she there's absinthe that. now. She can, she can just go to an absinthe bar. But she's got to know where like the Irish pub, like every sure. city has an Irish pub and that's where all the Americans go. Absolutely. Like go there. Yeah, for sure. She doesn't have any friends. It's very strange to me that she doesn't know anyone. I know that there's probably not a big expat community there that makes it even easier because there's fewer of you. So you'll have to be friends. I wonder how long they've been banging. A long time, I bet. Maybe they've just stayed indoors when it's snowing and banged and they don't talk to anyone else. I mean, she literally made it sound like she was super lonely and did not know a single person. Well, you know that she's been there three years. She's nine months pregnant. So they've been been together at least half the time she's been there, right? Totally. But can we talk about the most important thing here? Sasha, who said he's here to prove that he's not a bad guy, is willing to leave his two other kids behind to go to America. Who he still sees. He's still a little bit involved in their lives. I mean, according, according to Emily, his crazy ex-wives don't let him see the kids ever at all. I'm sure that's the entire story. Oh, she's ripping him away from his children. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Gross. I just have one thing to say to you, though, uh, Kyle. You might want to learn the Russian word for episiotomy. <laughs> When her sister, That's when they slice your vag open, right? No, I think it's when they they stitch up around your butthole, right? Or they cut down to your butthole. Mm. You can tell neither of us have ever been through childbirth. <laughs> you should palm. know. <laughs> it's called the palm slicer. Oh, God. Gross. Kyle, <laughs> too far. Too much. Too soon. All right. Thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> is so skeptical of Sasha I would be too if her family's so freaking worried about her though why don't they just go to Russia like fly to Russia for the they birth could. they could I don't understand why they don't they seem like super butthurt and like worried about her I think they're still in denial that this is really happening it's scary I'm not gonna lie I wouldn't want to give birth in a country where I didn't speak the freaking language yeah it's it's scary not to be able to communicate um, for Patreon I'll save it I'll tell about the my medical emergency in Japan it was terrifying Shall we move on to Robert? Because we got we have another couple to talk about. Drive and lift all day in Winter Park, Florida. Annie is 30 and Dominican. So he's 41. She's 30. It's not like a crazy age difference. No. Best eight hours of my life. So I had to have this shorty just proposed. She's sis. Yo, shorty is popping. She's lit. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to try to do that yet. Do you believe the his sob story about um, Bryson's mom boning out? I feel like there's a lot more to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I want to know it. I mean, do you think that... Because he doesn't specify. Does he have full custody? Yes. Oh, he did. He said that. He's he's a single parent. Where did she go? That's... I feel like that's a third of the story. And I also calling it now his ex is going to make an appearance on Instagram and potentially start some fighting. Can't wait. Big fighting. Can't wait. Bre- What's the kid's name? Bryson or Bryson. Bryce Lynn? Bryson. Bryson. He's cute. Cute kid. High energy for sure. Well, yeah. He's, he's not like, like Drusilla five. level. No. Do you know how old he is? Seems five. I'd say, I would say, I'm like the worst person at guessing children I'm, ages. I'm not even I'm not asking you to guess. I'm just saying, did they actually say the age? Well, he goes to school, so I'm assuming he's five. I'd say four to six. Yeah. I would say five because he's <laughs> because as he says to Annie, what are you gonna do when he doesn't want to wake up and go to school? And she's like, let him sleep. <laughs> That's a bad answer. Sounds like my mother in law. Yeah. That's well, bad. he booked a cruise to the Dominican from Florida, like you do. Spent eight hours together. Best eight hours of my life. Got to ax this shorty to marry me. Done. Wham, bam. 
Why, why would don't you more book pe- a Why don't cruise? more people do it? Why don't more people why do it Why would that you way? book a cruise? Dude, it's like 300 bucks to fly there from my... It's Santiago. Hey, he, mind your business. <laughs> I will mind my business. Maybe don't be on TV. Uh, best eight hours of his life. Better than those four NFL players that he's driven around and lift. I, know I love when people get on TV and then within 30 seconds... Mind your business. Mind your business. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you think that they've slept together? <laughs> yes he wasn't even there a full night he they was were taking there, there was a the selfie day. they took a selfie in the hotel room oh so they like literally he met her went straight to a hotel room wow that's sketchy he's already seen her in something that says take me baby Ooh. i guess i met through a mutual friend that's different too they didn't meet on the internet she's got big butt small <laughs> <laughs> What is big butt small? Can you please Great explain? question. I don't know. <laughs> is that like 24D? Okay. I don't understand. Can we just go straight to the lingerie shopping? What's her size? He looks visibly nervous. He's sweating like mozzarella Ben. <laughs> and he like just can't. I, do, you see, do you see how fast he pivots from I want to get something for her that makes her feel appreciated to immediately. I like this. I know what turns me on. Yeah, he's. He, I want to like Rob. I like him more than I thought Why? I would. I don't like him but at he, all. I don't like him. He's a shit. A lot of people are hating on the way that he interacted with Bryson when he. How so? Well, I fall a little bit in the middle on this, but he was, um, you know, calling him a crybaby and just, you know, some of the language that he was using and just kind of shaming him for for crying i don't know i think people were really offended by that but i don't know he wasn't really crying though he was like pouting just pouting and being kind of a punk but i could see that argument if he were like crying because he was hurt or something but he was literally like i don't want to eat my food so he's he he was kind of being he called him a crybaby quite a lot and i could see that having a detrimental impact on a kid's self-esteem I don't know. The I kids, have no expertise the kids in four, children. <laughs> I don't call my son a crybaby, but I kind of sometimes will take the opposite tack. Like, you know, if my son, my son cries often for attention. It's mm-hmm. like extremely clear. <laughs> it's He's like, he's not hurt. And so I won't call him a crybaby, but he'll often, you know, say, daddy, I can do it. I'm a big boy. And so I'll be like, so you're a big boy, right? Like, you're just making this up. Come on. Yeah. So it's, you know, I don't know. I don't, I didn't think it was as big a deal as some people are making it to be, but I get it. It's not great. Then again, the guy's a single dad. He works his ass off. Kid crying. You know, I would probably lose my patience once in a while too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's to me, that's not a reason to dislike him. No, that's not the reason to dislike him. There's many others. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) buying a piece of lingerie that you like that would turn you on instead of something for her. Also, why don't lingerie is not cheap. Like that's easily a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. It looks like you bought three or four things for her too. Yeah. So get her the iPhone, dude. That's what she wants. <laughs> Clearly. Like put, the, put that $150 towards the iPhone. She has her own lingerie. She I guarantee wants money you. in her Western Union account. Yes. Can we talk about angry emojis? My so God, today in the middle emo- of the day, Kyle sent me like 50 angry face emojis. Were you in a meeting? Yes, I was. I hoping was you were in a meeting. meeting yeah. And the phone was just going And berserk. I bursted out laughing. And people were like, I was like, just don't worry about it. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, did, I texted you like 15 times. It was great. It was great. But what? Like, it's so childish and annoying. I'm kind of team Rob on this. Like, yeah, it's wa- bizarre. Like, why wouldn't she text him and be like, hey, I thought the money was going to be there. Like, it's not, though. Like, where is it? Why <laughs> Why is she being weird? I don't know. She's pissed that he... I mean, he keeps saying that they, the money's there. And she, he, he seems to imply it's some kind of ID issue that she can't get it. I don't know. Her reaction's really a, a huge red flag, as he says. But he's going to press on anyway because eight hours, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, fine. I'm sure she's going to be a great goddamn mother to my child. Do you do you think they're going to get married? I don't know spoilers about them, so I think they will. Yeah, I kind of. I think, think she's going to stick it out for that green card. I think so too. 
All right. And on that note, there's two couples we didn't meet. Blake, 29 from LA and Jasmine uh, from Finland. She's 27. And then we have Mike, who's 34 from Washington and the Ukrainian girl, Natalie, who's also 35. Um, And then Michael and Angela. Angela. We don't have time to dive deep on that this week, but we'll talk about it next week. We know people are pissed that Angela is back. I've never gotten so many messages in my life. We talked quite a bit about it on our last Patreon episode. We did. If you want extended episodes or ad-free episodes, go to patreon.com slash realitycraycray. For $5 a month, you can add our Patreon podcast to your regular uh, iPhone podcast feed. And until next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Can't wait for next episode too. Bye.